Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Redefine Radio on the Face Radio. I am your host, Freddie Cosmo, the Disco Prince of New York. Thanks so much for tuning in. On today's show, I want to talk about traveling. I want to talk lifestyle and how lifestyle has changed for performers and non-performers alike. There is no new normal as far as most people are concerned, but I see an opportunity to make it your own when it comes to your life choices, especially if you're a single adult or single older adult. Also, there's some really cool cultural events happening this fall. And to kick things off, world-renowned dancer and producer Marlene Ortiz joins us to talk about Bomb Bomb Burlesque, happening a little later this month. Very, very exciting. Later on, we'll talk about nightlife around the world and substitute attractions for tourists visiting New York during the fall because who wants to be caught in a tourist trap, even if you are a tourist? So I'm going to give you a look at five alternative tourist destinations in New York City that you can check out right now. It is fall, and that is what some might consider to be the most exciting and most stylish time of the year. So that's going to be super exciting to talk about. But before that, let's get into some music. It's Redefined Radio, and your afternoon delight starts right now. You tell me you're leaving today. You're packing your bags up for good. I'm not gonna stand in your way Baby, I'd cry if I could But I keep faking love I keep faking love with you I've been faking love I've been faking love 
it's true Now we're breaking up, now we're breaking up Ooh, but I've been faking love I've been faking love with you A foot, nice try. Need an invoice. Fuck my time. You didn't kill my vibe. Thinking I'm a ride or die. Matter of fact, click, clap, bye. They know why. They know I'm surprised. I'm in the streets. Let me live my life. Don't oh, worry when you leave, leave, leave. Hey, Anita, with a diva. For the 401k and a visa. Is she bonita? I wanna meet her. Can you bounce with your pleasure like a leap? I'm an Ipanema with a couple bad bitches. Yeah. Standing top is when we taking mad uh -huh. pictures. Bad your ego, know you got a gas niggas. Faking love, I need something that's realer. Feel like I'm running out of ways to say that I ain't feeling any type of way about you. Keep getting caught up when your hands on me. Like, ooh, I want it, I got it. Ain't sorry, but I got all I need.
The way that you rock your hips on me, baby You're losing all control And the way that you put your lips on me, baby That's how I know Can't wait to take you home And put on nothing but the radio Yeah Can I turn you on And keep you rocking like the radio
fuck it up. I was really down, really fucked up. And I hit up my blood, already love. And he said I swing by with a lot of fucking love. I'm about to get some of this bubble head. I'm about to be on the shit all day. I'm to be with niggas and the whole fucking crew. We gon' light up a cloud and then make the thunder too. I'm in like, goddamn. This shit don't lie, I'm like, damn This shit just pop, I be like, ooh This shit right here Just make me go around, fuck around here Like, ooh, this shit be good I don't even think this shit be understood When I really want it, it just got my back All I needed was a screen in this here It be the instant connection
Freddie Cosmo, the disco prince of New York. Let's get into some very interesting nightlife news. This next story comes from Insider.com. 
and it follows a party goer in a night in the world famous Bangkok nightlife scene. Her name is Marielle. And she writes that in her experience in the Bangkok nightlife scene, the neighborhood night market, not the nightclubs, is where the real action is. Very, very interesting. If you remember here, a little while back on one of the episodes, I talked about how nightlife markets might be the new nightlife, and I think there's something to it. Um, Marielle took a... Marielle? Yeah, Marielle. I want to make sure I was pronouncing it right. Went back, went through, went uh, backpacking through Cal San Road, which is a famous party district. There's Royal City Avenue, a clubbing complex where a lot of the locals go to drink and dance and hook up. And then there's Nana Plaza, which is the heart of the city's red light district, right? She talked about Route 66, one of the biggest clubs in the city and one of the best places to party, apparently. And it's very popular for the locals and tourists alike. Hmm, I can name some similar places in New York that share that sentiment. <laughs> so a lot of people apparently said that the vibe is pretty crazy, pretty all over the place. And it's been described as, quote, nightlife on acid, which is very, very interesting. So she went on to say her first impression of Route 66 was that it was sort of like a sports venue. This is interesting to me because, you know, the larger spaces here, I can't think of really one place that's like a true club that gives me that feeling. Not offhand, you know? We have places and clubs that have, you know, different floors and different rooms and things like that. But as far as like one big main room, like a big, big main room with that sort of feel, not really. I would say we just have large or extra large dance floors here. Anyway. She said the entire place was fenced off. There were grass panels and giant LED screens that said, welcome to Route 66. Really nice. Apparently, before the pandemic started, clubs and bars in Bangkok were required to close legally at 2 a.m. With the exception of the Nana Plaza and Royal City Avenue, which we talked about. Those, oh, but those places were required to close at midnight, apparently. So, a lot of the after hours club or the afties as we as the kids call it in Brooklyn became a thing because then they could operate late into the wee hours of the morning apparently there were some negotiations between you know the police department which may not have been absolutely on the level anyway apparently a lot of people flooded over to the nightlife market after closing and that was where the real party began I think there's sort of an excitement to having food, you know, after being out dancing right away be so accessible. So this is why a place like $3 Bill, as we know, serves food late into the night. I just hosted my party, one of my parties at Come On Everybody, and I was talking to a lot of the, the party kids. And they were literally, they were like, yeah, we're on our way over there because they have food. And we know we can be outside and it was still nice. It was a beautiful Labor Day weekend. So it's interesting to know that this is not, you know, this is not a, a, a really new thing with a lot of these clubs. Very, very interesting. Anyway, apparently Bangkok is sort of the place to be. Very exciting. I'd love to go to Bang Bangkok. Bangkok. 
Anyway, we're going to get into some more music, and coming up very, very soon, Marlene Ortiz is going to join us on the show to talk about Bon Bon Burlesque happening right here in New York City at the Green Room later this month. Also, I'm going to give you the rundown on some non-touristy tourist locations that you can visit this fall if you're visiting New York. So stay tuned. It's Redefined Radio on The Face Radio. Can't talk, gotta beat in my headphones. Can't talk, gotta beat in my headphones. Can't talk, gotta beat in my headphones. Woke up this morning, I think I'm on something. Send out that warning, cause I'm feeling like. I'm feeling cocky, beat the energy Cause I'm gonna like Hoodie, sneakers, keys and phone Music, shuffle, move along Can't talk, got a beat in my headphones Can't talk, got a beat in my headphones
Valentino, yeah. If you want my heart, then don't you drop it. I'ma do that in your pocket. Never stop it. Like you a tenor, tell a big appetite, give you my dinner. I know they can do you, but I can do it better. Bring me out to London, yeah. I can show you something, yeah. Unlock it, close off your body, give you loving, yeah. Cause that's how we do. We do all it need to. We do happy see through. Yeah, but we on the way, we on the surfboard, yeah, we riding way. Let's get it going, girl, let's underlay, let's underlay, sip this champagne. Lock it, lock it, lock it, lock it, lock it, unlock it, lock it, lock it, lock it, lock it. Got the key, can you unlock it, lock it, lock it, lock it, lock it, lock it, lock it. Take 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. She's leaving hella hard eyes. Slipping into my DMs. And yeah, believe me. See you every weekend You're everything that I came for Still I'm leaving with nothing Hide behind a cigarette You're way you're playing hard again No, I don't want to rush things Although you leave me on Running in circles like a marathon Ooh, girl, so nonchalant Already know that's what I want Still I'm glad you came Yeah, even though you don't say my name Yeah, even though you try to throw me shade
Radio on the Face Radio. I am your host, Freddie Cosmo, the Disco Prince of New York. My special guest today is a world-class performer. I have no qualms about saying that. The creator and artistic director of the Bonbon Burlesque, who's also appeared in some of your favorite artist music videos and some of the biggest world tours that you can imagine. Please welcome to the show, Marlene Ortiz. Hi. Hi, Hi how are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Yes, no problem. Thank you for having me on the show. This is awesome. You guys have produced this event before, is that correct? Yes. And, uh, you know, once COVID hit, everything just stopped. So we haven't had a show in two and a half years. So it's going to be really nice to bring the gang back together, the girls, and just, um, you know, Get, get ourselves back on our feet. <clears throat> Were you able to sort of finagle to, to corral a lot of the original performers that you had back from a couple years ago or? Are we um, I have some, yeah, I have some. We're still looking at some um, new, new ladies because, um, you know, after two and a half years, people have moved on or just shifted their life and career. So um, not everyone is available. <clears throat> so yeah, we're still in the process of like finalizing some people. Right, but it'll be, I'm sure it'll be exciting to revitalize it after a couple of years. That's, yeah, that's oh, really exciting. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be sexy and fun. Yes, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah it's, and, it, and it's, a, it's a process, I think, getting back. I always, I keep saying this because I'm like super optimistic, but you know, I feel like now in 2022, people are finding their new stride or they've sort of remixed their stride with things. So I think we're in a much better place, especially in the art scene here in the city. Yes, 100%. I mean, the city died and uh, the art it scene definitely died. did. So it's finally, it's finally coming back. Um, there's still, um, you know, there's a, a, a few uh, shows that didn't make it back, but you know what? It just gives room for other shows to branch out. So I'm excited to uh, bring Boom Boom back and, you know, I've had a few people say, when are you guys going to perform again? When are you guys going to come back again? But I think the hardest thing is finding the right venues and a lot of venues have shut down. So it's just, right. that's the challenge. But um, yeah, I think I think it'll be exciting to, to shake our castles again and our booty. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> shake it, shake it. So I want to talk more about the event in just a second, but I kind of want to get into some of the things that you've done, because you've done a lot of pretty cool stuff over the mm -hmm. course of your career. So I'm going to give our our listeners some context here. I know you've done a lot of traveling as a performer. To me, you've sort of lived the dream, like you personified, you know, the ends yeah, and well, outs of it all. I, yeah, I mean, I think the industry has changed. So when I was coming up, um, I was coming up, you know, in the 90s and yeah, I basically did it. I did the music videos, the R&B music videos, uh, tours with Madonna, tours with Taylor Swift, tours with Britney. I toured with um, Faith Evans. I toured with Black Eyed Peas. Um, I toured, you know, uh, with Della Guarda off Broadway show. I did For Sabruta. I did uh, Broadway Tarzan. So I was, the dance scene was different mm -hmm. and social media was, was not that much of a big impact in our careers so and the music industry was different you know there was no streaming so mm -hmm. i think 
as a performer, as a dancer in the industry, there was it was fire. Like there was so much action. There's tours after tours, and like artists were dropping music, and like um, uh, it, it was different. We had we had you know the the pop world, we had the R and B world. Everything right. was just kind of like growing. And as a dancer, we I was part of that. I was immersed in that world and um i'm just grateful that i got to do that and travel the world and um see the world and and be able to do what i love and dance and i mean i got lucky i would go from gig to gig to gig to gig and i mean blessed for real right. hashtag blessed and um you know i had an agent and it, it just things are different now um yeah i wouldn't want to be a dancer right now just to be honest but i wouldn't want to be starting but there are a lot of amazing talented dancers out there you know and it's just a different time but um yeah i got to really go out there express myself and live the dancer and backup dancer life like i did it and um I was able, you know, I studied in New York. I went to for, uh, uh, performing arts uh, high school, and I went to SUNY Purchase for dance. Then I studied, and I, you know, yeah, you did, I, I did it all. That whole did New it York all. Thing. I did it all, and uh, um, yeah, it was awesome. So you say, awesome. you say things have changed very much. You think it's harder for dancers now to maneuver through the industry? so to speak I don't know that I mean it's just different it's a different industry mm-hmm. like you don't necessarily need to go to a casting you could just post your stuff on your Instagram or whatever right. and like people get booked but that's not for I don't uh, the the element of actually showing up to an audition and and being you know casted it's different like you don't have to do that all the time and I think that's sad because it's an experience that happens as a performer it's like a lesson and a class at the same time and when and and you don't when you don't have that it just kind of takes um it takes a little bit away from from what it is to like work for it right yes not saying not not saying that putting up your phone in your bedroom is not working for it and recording yourself it's just different but um uh I think that the the music industry has changed. I think that people just want to cut budget all the time. I don't think that there's the same amount of work because of the music industry for dancers. There's not the same amount of like backup dancer gigs, mm-hmm. um, even music videos. Like who watches music videos? Like right, yeah. I mean, there are dancers, but back then it was more like like you actually had MTV and like VH1 and you had all these networks and. Um, even dance shows yeah. like disco shakedown and well i mean you still have the, the so you think you can dance and all that stuff and oh, that's true, all great mm-hmm. yeah that's all great stuff that but um uh i guess I, i'm talking about if you want to be a professional dancer being a dancer and being a professional dancer are two different things mm-hmm. i could be a dancer but if i'm not getting paid you're not a professional dancer mm-hmm. sorry sorry you could be a very talented dancer but right when you're a professional it's because you're getting paid to do something that you're good at or a job right right so the professional I think I think I I I think it's just more challenging for dancers to get in now than it was before yeah honestly um so yeah oh so I know that that yeah (laughs) as far as the places that's I mean it's that's like an awesome journey either way it's things have mm-hmm. changed undoubtedly for sure but 
you know, yeah. it's important to be cognizant of, of that, I think, no matter where you are. Um, as far as like places that you've traveled or venues you've performed at, just off the top of your head, what have been some of your favorites? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you know, that's kind of hard. Um, <laughs> performing in Brazil is awesome. it was amazing because mm-hmm. you, you did a lot of, I think we were on tour with the Black Eyed Peas and we did um, stadiums. And that was epic. That was like so fly. Like, I mean, I, a, a stadium is much bigger than an arena. So you're you're literally performing to thousands of people, and like the 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 noise of the crowd, the energy of the crowd is so um, moving. Like you get you just you just feel energy from all these humans, and it just wow. can't explain it. It's super cool. Um, I think that was really cool. There were several cities that we did, so it wasn't just one. Okay, um, okay. And, and I think I think performing at the Garden for the first time with with um, I performed at Morris Madison Square Garden when I was like fifteen, but then for like a, some salsa event gig many 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 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then, but when I performed with um, with Madonna on tour at the Garden. And I had my mom come see me. That was very Aww. special because I was, well, I was from New York. So to me, like, you know, performing at the Garden as a New Yorker is like a homecoming. Think, you know? Yeah. And that, so that was really, that was really uh, impactful. And I was like, it, it was great. It, it really kind of uh, sealed a lot of things for me. Like, oh, wow, I, I, I got to the Garden. You know, right. um, and then to have your mom. I mean, it's hard to you. say. There's so many cities. I can't even remember. Half of that. <laughs> like, I can't. I. I mean, I. When I was performing with Delaguarda, and we traveled in Europe and Asia, and that was amazing. I mean, every single show that we did was amazing. Delaguarda is like was like the best show I've ever done in my life. Oh, and it was a it was a physical theater show from Argentina, and we did aerial and. It was such a way to express yourself, like complete freedom as an artist. And it changed everyone's life. Everyone that did that ch- show came came out different and also more expressive. And we're still friends. Like a lot of people, like, like I want to chat with like 30 people from the show still. Because <laughs> <laughs> we share so much and like you give so much. It, and right. it's raw. Anyway, um, so I mean, it's kind of hard to just pick out one place, but there's several. Well, you know, you've been all over the world, and now you're back for Bon Bon Burlesque. Is that how you say it, Bon Bon? bon? Yeah, bon, yeah. I say Bon Bon. People say Bon Bon. I, just I know. I was saying Bon Bon. I pronounce it. I say Bon Bon. I was like, oh. No, it's just the pronunciation because I'm, I'm, I speak Spanish. I'm Puerto Rican, so I'm gonna say bon bon. I'm not gonna say bon bon. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you could say bon bon. I'll say bon bon because I'm heavily American. So. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, how did bon bon burlesque come about? Okay, so when I used to live in LA, I was always um, there was a venue called Forty Dukes, which is a burlesque place in uh, LA created by Ivan Kane and his wife um, and uh, they brought me on as I would every time I would come home from a tour I would go back to them and just like do a gig here you know fill in like Thursday or Fridays just like perform and just two solos that was like the, the, the job 
and it was it was like a playground for us and and it was all professional dancers and there was a live band and that kind of that was like a fun place to just like make quick money right mm-hmm. and um it was a really cool spot in, in hollywood like it was trendy it was fun and uh they shut down but anyway i um you know i had that experience and then i moved to new york moved back home to new york and a friend of mine charlie charlie's um, bar and kitchen in the bronx he's he, he just messaged me and was like hey my saturday night is kind of dead i'm thinking about like you know, I'm gonna do like a fun night. What should I do? And I was like, Why don't you do burlesque? And he was like, Well, can you do it? And I'm like, Sure. So that's literally how it started. So I started dancing at his bar, and my girlfriend was the singer, and we would swap. We'd be like, She would sing a song, then I would dance. She would sing right. a song, and then I would dance. So we would just do like two sets throughout the night on a Saturday night, and that just became like a fun, like twice a month gig. And from there. Um, my partner, my friend Manny um, Hernandez, who is also uh, uh, my partner in Boom Boom Burlesque and a choreographer, we just decided, like, why don't we just do a show? He's been wanting to put something together, so we just collaborated and decided to do Boom Boom and hire professional dancers, find mm-hmm. venues, and just, like, you know, produce the show. And then I started to just get costumes, the dazzle oh. shit. It was very Michaels. And, uh, <laughs> and no, we just like, literally it was so fun to just like be creative. He worked at a bar in Harlem and he's like, let's start the show here. And you know, we just kept growing from there and the gigs here and there. And it was really nice to just have this as a, it was like my side hustle. Cause I was, you know, working for Madonna as a personal trainer. So right. aside from doing that, I, I, uh, you know, I was able to express myself and do something creative and produce, and it was so much fun. It was just, it was, it was still keeping my creative side alive, you know. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how it started. And then we started to do venues, different venues, and get a little residency here and there. And uh, yeah, it just started to grow, and we switch in and out of girls because you know. I love. I love that. You're not. You're not making money, you know what I'm saying? It's like gigs here and there, so you know, sometimes it's hard to keep good performers, but you know, we tried our best, <laughs> right? Of course, well, that's that's a part of the game when you're a creator, producer, when you're on, you know, that's this side of the of the well, it was it was mainly the venues don't want to pay. Oh, always, I mean, that's yeah, that's an ongoing, it's not, it's not that we didn't want to pay our girls, we would, pay oh, our no, girls no, of course, sure that they would, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. Getting... And it was all female cast. We did a whole female cast, female host, female singer, and then like four female performers. Um, so it was it was an all girls cast. So you and you you mentioned that to me a, a little earlier that a big part of the show is empowering women. Yeah. So what ended up what what I started to realize because we would I would have rehearsals with the girls. A lot of the girls never did burlesque they were professional dancers but they didn't do burlesque right and um it's completely different you have to you know learn how to remove items from your body on cue Mm -hmm. be comfortable in your skin Mm -hmm. right um not just in costumes because i'm a dancer right like really be comfortable like taking something off and the cues and the timing so it's a whole process so i would rehearse the girls and during that process i you know i started to what they started to feel 
empowered. They started to, they didn't realize, this is not everyone, this is just some people, like how timid they really were. Like you think all dancers are just like super expressive and just like, eh, it's not, it's not that way. Some people are actually really shy about their bodies or just never, never um, saw themselves as a, like a sex icon or, right. or you know what I mean? Like it's just when you're, when you're doing burlesque and you're, you are expressing yourself through your body, you are being feminine, you are, you are being a woman. And a lot of times, a lot of female dancers, we just hide behind the choreography, we're dancers, but are, we, are you a woman? There's a difference between being a dance female dancer and being a woman. So um, a lot of the girls would find themselves growing as a performer, being more expressive, like owning their shit, like own those titties, girl, own that ass, like owning their body. And like, I know, right? Owning, owning what, what God gave you, whether it's big, small, like really feeling empowered. And it was, it was a nice, um, it was nice to see that growth, you know? And their first show was always like a hot mess and <laughs> not a hot mess, but like some girls were like, oh shit, I didn't take off my bra on time. Oh fuck, I forgot to, you know? A learning curve. It was a learning curve, but also because you have to rehearse a song and you have to um, undress to the, to certain cues on the song. And you have to, you know, there's timing to things. Not that you have to follow it, but you have to know your music so well that when, you, when you're performing and you're taking off your bra or you're taking off your shit or your, your panties, not your panties, like your dress, um, that is fluid, it's seamless, right? Because you know your music so well, you're so comfortable in your movement and your body, and it's effortless. So that's hard to do. That's hard to teach. Um, some people, it comes easier for some girls, it doesn't come easier for others. So it's just, it was just a learning curve for a lot of the girls, but also I would have um, some friends who were just coming out of a bad relationship. Oh. Or I don't know if you know, like, um, you know, uh, uh, Anastasia McCleskey, Stacy, she's a Broadway girl. Um, anyway, she's an amazing singer. Okay. And I remember Stacy was like, um, she had just spoken up for her girlfriend and I needed a singer. And she's like, um, I'll do whatever the hell you need me to do. I want to just, I want to be naked and shake my ass. I said, okay, let's go. She needed that because she needed an outlet to like, to move past what she was experiencing and feel better about herself. Right. Wow. So I hired her for a few gigs and she literally just took over the stage. I didn't even have to tell her anything. She was just like in her element, but she needed that. And she's like, oh my God, if I didn't do the show, I don't know where I would be. She's like, the show helped me so much. I get past my, her, you know, her, her separation and uh, her breakup. So I, and then I had another girlfriend who was going through another breakup and I was like, well, do you want to do the show? She's like, yes. And it, it, it shifted her, her energy. And she started to feel, um, uh, sexy again she started to feel confident in herself because of her breakup that happened with her boyfriend made her feel really down on herself so I feel like what what started what I started to see is just people feeling empowered by just being able to own their body and how they move and how they express themselves and yeah and that's that's basically what we're about so yeah, you've given artists and you've given artists an opportunity mm -hmm. to stand in them in their best selves. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like yeah, it, that's interesting because you don't really think about um, you know what what it what it really means for the performer a lot of times. 
you know, yeah. what these moments mean for us, when I say us, because I'm a performer as well, when we're on stage and how we're connecting as well. And burlesque is, it's such an interesting part of nightlife to me. First of all, I love that it started at 40 I remember 40 Deuce. I remember hearing about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was a bit, I couldn't get into the clubs at that time, but um, yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. that being a really, really big deal. So well, I love was, was in LA. It was in LA. And then yeah, I, yeah. when I moved to New York, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember it was in LA. I remember it was this huge, I remember that. Um, yeah. So I love that it, it started there and and now you're here for what yeah. I call yet another homecoming. You know, we've come through this whole pandemic and everything and it's, it's, it's I still think it's very, very exciting to see arts emerging once again mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so with all of that being said i have to ask you at this point what does what does bonbon burlesque mean to you bonbon is like my baby um it's like it's it's like it's my my way of expressing myself um in a non-traditional way um it's a way for me to live in my best self um feel like all the things that i said that uh, uh what the girls feel when they come into the show it gives me that same kind of energy and life and confidence bonbon is it's like my playground you know i love like putting costumes together i love like staying up till two in the morning like you know sewing something like just it, all of that all of being creative is what I love. Thinking I love about it. ideas, choreography, dances, um, all of those little elements that go into creating a show, except dealing with like club people. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love the creative side. I am not the business side at all. And uh, I could be, but I just don't want to. It's not. But it gives me so much satisfaction. I don't know how to exp explain it unless you're, you know this, but like when you're a, a creative person, artist, when you're in your element, you can be there for hours and be completely happy and content. Like I was doing the show, not because I was making money. I was doing the show because I, I loved performing. I loved all of the, all of the little elements that went into it. I love having rehearsals with the girls. I love laughing. Um, just the friendships and relationships that we were creating. Like, that's what it meant to me, you know? So it um, sounds like, it sounds like, and I get this feeling too, there's outside of the, you know, being compensated and the business stuff, there is art, there's artistic fulfillment. Oh, full artistic fulfillment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's so great to see. And, it, and it's gonna make for a great show because it resonates. And people can sense that when they're watching mm -hmm. the show. They can mm -hmm. absolutely sense that. So uh, we are almost out of time. I wanna thank you so much for coming on this show. Um, but before we go, can you tell us where we can find more about you and Bon Bon Burlesque? Yes. Well, we have an Instagram account, Bon Bon Burlesque. And um, it's, or you can go, well, I have it on my own personal page as well, but um, you can go to Bon Bon Burlesque and we have, we'll be posting like, we have lots of pictures and videos and we'll be posting um, upcoming shows as well as my personal account, Marlene Ortiz, M-A-R-L-Y-N-O-R-T-I-Z. 
and I'll be, I'll be posting things there as well. You guys could DM me if you have, want any information on the shows or tickets. Um, we'll be uploading more information as we get closer. Marlene Ortiz, thank you so much for joining us for Redefine Radio. Uh, oh, no problem. Soon. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. We'll talk soon because if I'm free, I'm definitely coming for sure. If I'm oh, not- you better come. Hello. <laughs> I need to see your face. <laughs> Bon Bon Burlesque happens Saturday, September 24th at 7.30 p.m. That's over at El Barrio's Art Space, PS109 at 215 East 99th Street in Manhattan. You can get your tickets over at eventbrite.com from $29. Stay tuned. We got a lot more show. I'm giving you an insider's look with my new novella, Starcatcher, a guide to surviving New York nightlife. Read about all the drama, the scandal, and most importantly, the truth about how promoters keep the party going through one hot Brooklyn summer. Starcatcher, a guide to surviving New York nightlife, is available now on Kindle and paperback.
drank too much I feel like I'ma give this up Don't need no love from anyone I don't need you, but I want you I don't know what I want to say I'll be feeling some type of way Keep it going till I hear you say You don't love me, you don't love me Oh my God, oh my God I can't keep from going insane
Naysayers always start the same. They grab a controller. Can't beat the boss and it's a shame. When they get the over, they never reach the prize. Stretch in between my thighs. Say that I'm not in distress because I can slay your dragon while you ride my Double tap me on Rainbow Road, steal my heart like Grand Theft Auto. Beat this pussy up like it's Mortal Kombat. It's the Call of Duty booty, make you come back. Run on me like Sonic, I don't need no ring. Baby, I'll be sadder, you can be my ring. If you see me like Mario, eat me like a peach. Show me all the options, give me one of each. Sex gotta be wowser, better fuck me better than Bowser. <laughs> My heart won't be forever 
Radio on the Face Radio. I am your host, Freddie Cosmo, the Disco Prince of New York. We are slowly winding down to the six o'clock hour here in Brooklyn, but I still got a lot more show left for you. The fall season has officially started for New Yorkers, okay? We recognize, yes, technically September 22nd is the first day of fall, but that's not what our wardrobe tells us, okay? The wardrobe says, Our wardrobe tells us hoodies, okay, Uh, comfortable joggers, pumpkin spice. I went to get some coffee, not from my usual coffee place, and I won't say the name of my usual one, but not my usual one. It's, it's It's a different chain, and they always make everything very sweet. And all I wanted was a cold brew the other day. This was, I was on my way to thought, to, to, tape thought light my other podcast which you guys can check out we're new every monday on buzzsprout.com we're going to be on all platforms really really soon we just sat down with boyish who is right here who has his show right here on the face radio breakfast with boyish that's on thursday mornings from 10 to 12 anyway i went to get coffee before the taping they find they will find a way to put pumpkin spice in everything. I didn't ask for this life, okay? Like, I get that one thing. So, I, the, the girl after me. I'm waiting. I, I, I want a cold brew. Just dark. Just black. Whatever. It's fine. I'm in a rush, of course. When you're in a rush, that's when everything takes forever anyway, right? So, I get, I, I, this girl behind me orders a pumpkin spice something or other, right? So, I see the barista pouring what I, I guess was... I don't know what it was. I guess it was mine, it, apparently. And then whips out like a canister of pumpkin spice whatever and puts it on top I was not a fan but I was already late for my taping so I didn't have time to argue I don't hate pumpkin spice but I don't love it I know you guys are like lose your your friggin minds about it that's fine it's just not my bag all that to say fall is here whether you like it or not okay the pumpkin spice says so Pumpkin Spice has, like, the biggest influence. Apparently, it's, like, a billion-dollar industry or something. Anyway, back to what I was going to say. If you're visiting New York anytime this between now and December, and you don't want to check out, you know, the main Google search places that we like to get that, you know, people go to. There's Times Square and Rockefeller Center and Bryant Park and all of this and that, of course. 
it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be too crazy. So I have compiled a list from Time Out Magazine of five non-touristy tourist places that you can check out that are cultural, fun, sometimes free, and informative if you're visiting the city this fall. So let's jump right into it. Non-touristy tourist places. Number one, you can go to the, mid- the Middle Evil- Medieval Art Exhibit at the Met Cloisters, okay? Unlike its sister institution on Fifth Avenue, the Cloisters is a little less high profile. It's up in Fort Tryon Park, which is a full hour away from the Met Museum in the Upper East Side. But I would say worth the trip. You're still going to be in Manhattan. You're going to find a lot of really cool stuff up there in the Heights, Washington Heights. And there's amazing views of the Hudson River. There's a collection of art and architecture, all from the Middle Ages at the Cloisters. Number two, a spa day at Air Ancient Baths, right? So this is a three-story spa complex. It includes hot, cold, salt water, and multi-jet pools. You can lounge, you can relax. I mean, you are on vacation after all. And you can steam and hot stone. You can also get by appointment, hour-long massages, aromatherapy treatments, and antioxidant bath-infused with red wine? Maybe I need to, hold on. I'm just gonna, that's in Tribeca, but I'm gonna make a note of this for myself. You know, red wine is like a trigger word for me. Number three, the catacombs under the St. Patrick's Old Cathedral, right? So this has been around for about 200 years. The hollow grounds are the final resting place for a lot of influential New Yorkers. There are tours available that teach you about the cathedral and New York history, but you'll also find, according to Time Out, some much needed peace and quiet. Because who needs all the noise and hullabaloo on a vacation? Seriously. This one's an exciting one. It's super free and anyone can do it. Time Out recommends a hike through Prospect Park. Central Park, as we know, right in the center of Manhattan. Very high profile, very big to do. A lot of fun stuff. There's, you know, tons of stuff going on. I love the green. I love the concert spaces. You know, we adore summer stage. They they you know give us show all summer long. I forget exactly where that is. There's picnic spots. There's playgrounds. There's all types of stuff. But Prospect Park, which is over in Brooklyn, has its own vibe, and it is a little more laid back. So you can spend the afternoon in the woods, the meadows, hiking, all types of fun stuff. And the last recommendation, take yourself to the opera. I think there is something to be said about the New York City Opera, though, you know? Judge yourself up a little, get dressed. And the fun doesn't stop in the off-season, apparently. During the spring, it's the American Ballet Theater. They take up, uh, you know... They have a residency at the Metropolitan Opera House. And the New York City Ballet is just a few steps away. You can see classics like Aida, La Boheme, Don Giovanni, all types of stuff. That's over in the Upper, upper West Side. 
really cool, fun stuff to do. I'm really happy that we got Marlene on the show today. So insightful. I think a big help for not only performers, but our listeners alike has done, you know, so much fantastic work with so many big names. I am really, really looking forward to Bon Bon Burlesque. So thanks one more time for coming by. You guys can also check out the Thought Light podcast. We are now in our fourth episode. Yes. Like I said, we just sat down with Boyish. You can check out his show right here tomorrow. Breakfast with Boyish. 10 a.m. And listen online. The link is going to be on my socials. At Freddie Cosmo on Instagram. As always, you guys can check out my book. It is available for order right now. And I'm working on some really cool developments with it. So stay with me. The book is called Starcatcher, A Guide to Surviving New York Nightlife. And it's available on all of the things. The Barnes and Noble. It's Barnes and Noble. I'm constantly told that. I don't know why I say Barnes and Nobles. I don't know why I talk like that. Apple Books. Amazon all the places. Quite a development if you want to know even more about an insider's guide to nightlife. And as always, like I said, you can follow me on the socials. My Twitter's big fun at the Freddy Cosmo. Freddy with an IE Cosmo like the drink. Instagram. I'm really getting into the reels now. I like the reels. At Freddy Cosmo. And my original music on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash Freddy dash Cosmo to check out more of my music. I've got a lot of a lot of fun stuff happening in the music department coming up a little later this year, top of 2023. We're working on it right now and my heart is just so full working with some of the people that I'm collaborating with right now at the moment. So tune in next week. We're going to be live in studio with a special performance from Jack Tracy, who's no stranger to the show. And an exclusive interview with Kobe Cole, who is a true nightlife legend here. Kobe Cole's been doing what what a lot of us youngins have been do- doing, you know, for much longer and had much more of an impact. So very, very excited to talk to Kobe. That's it for now. We're going to get into the mix and take you out with some super fun music. It's Redefine Radio on the Face Radio. Thanks so much for tuning in.
on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.